Hey, hey guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get to it. It is November the 22nd, y'all. Two days from Thanksgiving, and I hope November has been treating you well. And I hope that you have been able to enjoy some cooler weather. Uh, we've been getting a lot of cooler weather here in Texas. Um, weird weather, really, because it's gone like upper 30s. Yes, Spunky says hello. Hello, Spunky, says everybody. <laughs> uh, but then it was 60 today, and I was able to go back and bike ride uh, at the park. I had been under the weather for over a week, actually. And I think it was because I was cycling in cold weather and I didn't protect my face, you know, uh, my neck and my face. Mostly my face for, you know, the wind goes into into my uh, my system. And I guess I just, um, yeah, got close to catching something. I guess I had, ha- I got the flu shot like two or three days before that. So I, at least I was better protected uh, versus if I hadn't had that flu shot. Because yes, I do believe in vaccinations. And for this gal who's got a, kind of a weak system, con- considering everything I've been through, it's still a, still a weak immune system. I have to take precautions. And so, yeah, I was under the weather, but I'm better now. And I went for a bike ride today and it was awesome. Awesome. Um, but then we're going to get rain and then it's going to get cold again. And But then I'm going to be in Houston for two days for Thanksgiving to see my sisters and yada, 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 blah, 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 blah. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm all over the map today. I'm going to be all over the map, guys. So just fair warning, y'all. So I want to start with saying uh, my prayers and thoughts and hopes that the government will do better with gun access here in U- in the USA will get better because of these shootings that happened in Colorado, in Colorado Springs this last weekend. Um, it hits home. It always hits home when there's um, mass shootings. Um, my nieces went to school in Santa Fe, um, Texas, several years ago, there was a mass shooting at a high school. And thankfully, my nieces and, and my great nieces, that rather, and my great nephew went to school. They didn't go to school in high school. They were in elementary and junior high. So that was, that was scary, but that it was that close that my niece, my, then the mother, my niece, the mother of my great nieces and my great nephew, of course, um, had a bad feeling, had an intuition, if you will, mother's intuition or something. And, didn't take her kids to school that day for some reason. And, and then the next thing you know, there was a mass shooting at the high school. But at any rate, that hit home. I think I was in Saudi Arabia when that happened. And, and that was scary. But it hits home here because I have so many friends that are in Colorado. Um, and some friends that are in Colorado Springs as well. And of those friends, some are part of the LGBT plus community in Colorado Springs. This mass shooting was at a uh, the only gay nightclub they have there in Colorado Springs. And I actually visited that club. It's probably, I don't know if it's the only club there, but it's definitely not very, there are not very many clubs there to begin with. And um, it's a place to go dancing and it was just close to where my friend lived. And so I was like, yeah, why not? Let's go check it out. And so we went and that was several years ago, but not more than three or four years ago that I, I believe anyway, when we went to check it out, it might've been in 2018, but I can't recall. I'd have to look back at my pictures, but at any rate, um, so when I, when I saw that, that was the nightclub that was attacked by 
a young 22-year-old white guy who apparently went in for a hate crime to kill as many people as he could because he couldn't stand, he doesn't, doesn't, can't stand the gay community, the LGBT plus, LGBT plus community, and that's a horrible thing in itself. But to go in, it's one thing to hate people and to dislike people for for things that doesn't affect you at all. It's another thing to go in and to try to try to have carnage because of it. So he went into this club and killed five people and injured, I think, 19. More were injured, but I think they were injured from like the panic of trying to get out of the club. Uh, but I think five for sure were murdered and I think 19 that were involved with a shooting that he shot, you know, and, and they managed not to die. Thankfully, they didn't die. But the good news of all of this, and it's all bad news, but the one good news about this is that there were two people in the club and one was a former military officer of the army and he was out there with his wife and his daughter and his daughter's boyfriend and they were going to go see uh, a drag show and so he was there he saw his military training took took into act fight or flight right and took in and when he went into fight mode and he was able to subdue the shooter and and he didn't have a gun he didn't shoot him he didn't kill him he took his one of his i think he's because the guy went in with a with a rifle long rifle and he also had a handgun and so the military veteran that subdued him i think when he dropped him to the ground he felt like he had he felt something on his jacket or something where he could he found a handgun and he took that handgun and he beat him with that handgun uh he said he was going to kill him but he didn't he managed to control himself from control himself from killing the guy but i'm pretty sure he's all beat up as he's in the hospital waiting trial but because of the heroic act of this military veteran um many many lives many lives were saved that night and it was also another guy that helped him so it was the military veteran that took him down and another guy helped like that i don't know if he helped him take him down or helped him keep him down and took the, the weapon through the you know got the weapon away from him and with his own weapon um they kept him to the ground until the police showed up but how horrifying you know just another act of hate y'all another act of hate and another mass shooting in america and it's not even 20, it's not even December yet. We still have so, and I, and I don't say that sarcastically, but it's true. It's not even December yet. And how many mass shootings have we had so far in this year alone? How many deaths due to gun violence have we had in this year alone? And it's just horrible and it's heartbreaking. And I don't want us to become so numb that we stopped caring. And I feel like we're so close to that, that everybody's like, oh, just another mass shooting. Hmm, just another one, like I've said before. And so, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm happy that all the people that I know um, that live in Denver and Colorado, Denver's like an hour away from Colorado Springs and people might want to go out there and have a little fun one night. And so I'm glad that none of the people that I know were involved that, uh, that I know so far were not affected by this personally, but I'm still very sad to, to know that even one life was taken due to someone's hate and easy access to guns. So continued to pray for them and um that community is just it's just it's devastated and um and it's a horrible horrible thing that continues to happen in america and i just pray it will stop and so that's you know i'm going to say about that all right so moving on um i had a, I 
a passenger today. Oh my gosh, I have to talk about this, y'all, because it was so crazy. This passenger, I went to pick up a passenger and then they messaged me and they're like, I'm in an apartment, you know, 705, whatever. And I was like, okay, uh, which is okay. I think I'm going to an apartment complex. When I show up and it's like a nine story building. So I'm like, well, why would they give me their apartment number? It's not like I'm going to go up and pick them up. And so when I get there, I call and it's like, yeah, hey, this is Uber. And they're kind of loud on the phone and they're like, well, I'm, I'm on the seventh floor or whatever. It's going to be a while. And because I'm over here in my apartment and I'm sh- shining on myself, pooping on myself, crapping on myself or putting crap on me or something like that. So like putting crap, like sh- the word is S-H-I-T. And I'll just say shite because the British way of saying it sounds so much nicer. But um so I was like, um, okay, so I'm a little confused. I'm, I'm not sure what you mean by your, you know, you're putting shite on you. You're putting poop on you. And he goes, well, you know, the world's been pooping on me. The world's been pooping on me. So I'm pooping, I'm putting poop on myself or I'm putting poop on me. I'm in the bathroom and I'm putting poop on me. Again, the word is S-H-I-T that he was saying. And I'm like, okay, he gave me the clarification that I needed that he's putting poop on himself and he's going to need some time before he comes down. And I'm like, no, (laughs) I was like, I didn't even say anything else. I didn't say anything else, but okay. And I hung up and I canceled immediately. I canceled that ride because folks, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Even if he's just messing, I don't know if he's messing with me. I don't know if he's uh, obviously he might have some mental health issues. Um, The facility that I stopped at, Uh, that I went to pick him up. I feel like it's one, uh, I could tell basically it was one of those facilities. It might be like a housing assistance, like uh, for low income families or maybe a facility for, I don't even, it's not low income family. No, it wasn't a low income family. I think it might be for like, I don't know. I just know it wasn't like a regular apartment complex and it wasn't a regular like nine floor, nine story housing, like a high rise. It was something else. Um, but come on, who, who, who'd be like, well, you know, I'm just going to wait to see if they come down with crap on them. I'm going to wait to see if I smell a little bit of an, uh, an aroma of shite, uh, in the breeze of there when they can, when they come near me, um, just to see if that's actually what they meant. Niche nine. No, mm-mm. Not gonna have, not gonna do it, not gonna do it, not gonna wait to see if that person smelled like shite, had shite on them. And the fact that he said, the world has been pooping on me, so I'm in the bathroom putting poop on myself or something like the fact, I mean, it was not a miscommunication. It's not like I misheard him because I did ask for clarification because I was a bit confused by the fact that he said what he said and he reiterated what he said what I thought he said. So I wasn't going to give him enough. I wasn't going to give it, you know, a curiosity, you know, go. No, not for me. And not to mention the fact that he was saying that the world has been shiting on him, that, you know, he might not be in the right place to begin with. And what is he going to say when he gets in the car? And I nicely ask if he would buckle up. He might be pissed off that I even ask him, you know, politely if he'd wear his seatbelt. And, you know, if he didn't smell like poo-poo, 
to begin with. So, and you might, I don't know, maybe he's probably thinking, yeah, no, just another person that's shiting on me and pooping on me um, with the person canceling my Uber ride. No. I, I got to take care of me, y'all. I got to take care of me and got to take care of my car on top of it. And I, I mean, the thought of having feces, a person that's putting them feces on them, like, no, I don't even know. I mean, and, and maybe he's going through a mental thing where like in his mental instability is like he's saying that and maybe he thinks he's doing it, but he really isn't. But then again, I still got to take care of myself because this is somebody that might be mentally unstable that's getting in my car. So I wish him the best. I'll say a little prayer for him when I go to bed tonight. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that happened today. So, um, let's see, 529 number 529 of the weird things that have happened as an uber driver <laughs> i don't even know where i'd begin if i really really sat down and write a book about all of that i've experienced can't be chronological because i haven't remembered everything could kind of like make it fiction and non-fiction and kind of make it into where it would be a fictitious story but based off of loose based off of actual stuff that's happened and then just kind of use my imagination on uh other things to you know diarrhea instead of a diary of a wimpy kid it would be diary of a rideshare driver <laughs> or something i don't know tales of a rideshare driver oh my gosh guys oh crazy 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 um so what are you guys doing for thanksgiving i told you this is gonna be all over the map um are you spending time with your friends are you spending time with your family are you spending time with your friends and your family are you gonna do a solo thanksgiving i've done that before um and of course i'm talking to everybody that's in the united states of america that's celebrating thanksgiving on thursday as from while i'm going like i said i'm going over to my sisters in houston unfortunately my brother's not going to be joining us and i don't think the the kids the nieces and nephews are actually going to be there either so i don't know no like what's up with that like i'm going there with my stepdad and you know it's kind of like i'm driving we're driving four hours to go there to, in the hopes of getting together with as much families as many family members as we can for such an occasion uh i know if my mother was here she'd have nothing to do with that she'd be like everybody's getting together whether you like it or not because that's just the way our mother was and of course, y'all, I have to say, I miss my mother so much. You know, it's, we're coming on the anniversary of her passing, November the 29th to be exact. So, um, and having a second Thanksgiving without her, it's just uh, it's hard on the heart. It's hard on the heart. And I miss her so, 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 so much. But at any rate, um, I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope it's a lovely time uh, with friends, with family. And for those who might be celebrating it by yourself, I hope uh, I hope you at least eat some some something good. I know I was in Saudi. I went to when I was in Saudi. I had Thanksgiving by myself because I was there in, in in Saudi, and there was nobody. Most of my friends, I think, were British, so nobody really celebrated it. So I went to a well-known restaurant called Paul's. I think it's a French restaurant, and they had it in the mall um, in the city that I was at. And I ordered a turkey sandwich, I believe. So that was my Thanksgiving for, by myself. So if you're by yourself, no, you're not alone. Not just because God is always with you, but hey, Talk Time with Hope is uh, sending you some good vibes. Anyway, let's see. Moving on, moving on. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys are into soccer, but the World Cup's going on right now in, uh, in Qatar, in the Middle East, and there's a lot of like, like a lot of talk about, you know, how it shouldn't have ever been, you know, um, been done in Qatar, and there's some talk about bribery and you know, all kinds of stuff, which hey could be true. I don't know if it could ever be proven, but the things about Qatar is like. And kind of like Iran and, and Saudi Arabia and, and some other countries out there where the human rights, you know, aren't, you know, there aren't the best human right treatments, uh, especially towards women. Um, and so into their um, employees, employee in like the workers, the, the hard labor workers that built, I, th- I, mean, I thought it was just one stadium they built for the World Cup, but they're like seven or nine stadiums. They had to actually build, guys, they had to actually build a freaking, and I didn't cuss, I said freaking, <laughs> just for those who might have thought I did, but uh, because I'm not one to use uh, the F word very often. But I had to clarify that for, for all those people that thought this was a PG-rated, uh, family-friendly podcast it kind of is but you know sometimes it isn't (laughs) freaking 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 that's what i said they had to build a freaking city around the stadiums in qatar like a whole city was created in 10 freaking years that's just wild right but they took a lot of laborers like workers from Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, India, um, a lot of countries, uh, third world countries brought in in these people, mostly men, almost all men, to build all these things, to build all these stadiums. And they were hard. It was almost like, if you ever watch a a show on HBO, but you can watch the YouTube channel on it, but it's called um, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. He's a British guy. He's, he now talking about using profanity. He is all about the pro to the fanity. And I'm not a particular fan of that much profanity, but it's HBO. And hey, that's just me. Not everybody is like that. More people than not probably use profanity. I'm just always never was big into it ever since I was a wee little lassie. So it's not like I just one day it started not cussing because I feel like I'm too good. It's not about that. I don't feel like I'm better than those who curse, who use profanity. It's just not my thing. You know what I'm saying? It's not my jam. If it's your jam, that's 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 you do you. You know what I'm saying? But John Oliver uses a lot of profanity. But he has a lot of wit and intelligence in what he does. And he was specifically talking about Qatar and how a lot of those... Um, workers were basically kind of like slaves right they were not allowed to leave the country they were not allowed they had to pay to even go to that country to work because uh, and they like their passports were taken and all kinds of stuff and i don't know what that's about a little bit when i was in saudi i heard that uh, workers particularly in particular from from third world countries like they would take their passports from them and they kept them in you know housing areas where they didn't have they weren't very nice housing areas and they were only allowed to go to the shopping and they never were allowed to go anywhere else and i couldn't imagine that because we didn't as teachers that didn't happen to us i think they tried to take our passports and we all wrote like no to the hell no excuse my french that ain't gonna happen you're not taking my passport and so nobody passports got taken but we were westerners right and it's unfortunate how westerners get treated compared to third world country uh 
folks. But uh, yeah, so apparently in Qatar it was way, 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 way worse. They had like, you know, 15 to 20 in a room or something like that. They didn't have actual showers. Um, I mean, it's just some horrible things that were verified as truth. These were verified things. It wasn't just people saying this. They were, they were able to verify and, and did a report and, uh, on it. And, it, and so the Qatari people were saying, no, that's not true. Uh, and they're like, wait, we went and saw these places with our own eyes. And then the Qatari representative was like, yeah, this interview's over. And that's horrible. Because here's the thing. Qatar has so much money. I went to Qatar. I went and visited for, I think, a seven-day little holiday. And there's so much money in, in that country. Now, is everybody rich? No, just like in Saudi, not everybody's rich. But there's enough money for them to treat them better, to build facilities that would give them better accommodations and access to running water and showers and baths and separate rooms and stuff. I mean, you could make small little efficiencies that fit one in a room. I mean, it's better than keeping 20 people in a very small place, you know, jam-packed like sardines. Hello. I mean, and the thing is, you know, the, the religion of Islam, from what I learned, it's a peaceful religion when it's not used as extremism, right? Whether you agree with it or not. What I learned about Islam is it's a peaceful, loving religion where people should be treated fairly and right because we're all we're all created by God, the one and only true God. And so when you hear of these things being done to to people not from those countries, uh, from Qatar, you know, and, and only like the Emirates, it's like 20% of the population are Qataris. The rest is from other countries, expats, people from other countries living in that country. And so, but yet they still have an abundant amount of money. And the money they're going to make from the World Cup alone is ridiculous yeah they had to spend a lot of money to build that city and to build those stadiums but the money they're getting back on top of the other money that they already get in general but the money they're going to get back from the world cup holy cow they could have done better they should have done better as a as a muslim country on top of it i believe my personal feelings about that and so yeah i mean people talk about how saudi um may treat expats and those from third world countries but i never saw that does it happen i wouldn't doubt it same as in the emirates i'm not saying that it doesn't happen i just never saw it with my own eyes um except for the the nurses that told me and the the nurses that told me and the the uh, cleaning ladies that told me that you know they don't really get as, they didn't get as many freedoms as we got back when i was there from 2009 to 2018 and i think after 2015 things started to change as well that's what I, I never saw it with my own eyes. I never saw what they what their living accommodations were like. But I, I know what they told me. Like, their passports were taken. And they, they, you know, they didn't have as much freedom as we did as Western teachers, as Westerners in general. Um, but they didn't cramp them in like 18, 20, 10 or 20 people in a room or anything like that. For the females. I don't know about the men. But I can't speak on something that I don't know about. Um, so at any rate, um, but I will say that the World Cup, when it comes to Saudi Arabia, there was a huge upset. Uh, Saudi Arabia played Argentina when Argentina is supposed to be one of the best of the best of the best 
playing soccer teams and everybody was I mean I'm sure people lost money because everybody probably betted against uh, Saudi Arabia to be knocked out that first game and lo and behold just like the Vikings got stomped in a way by us Dallas Cowboys last Sunday when we beat them 40 to freaking three and I'm sure nobody expected that and I'm sure people betted against the Dallas Cowboys for that game because the Vikings are up there I think they've won 10 games and lost one and so when they went in to play the Cowboys on Sunday it was like we're gonna beat them no problem and they were playing at home so and guess what though lo and behold we beat them 40 to three what what hashtag go Cowboys for life so when Saudi ended up beating Argentina it was the biggest upset they said that may ever ever happen in the World Cup history that's ever happened in the World Cup history and that may ever never and there may never be an upset as big as that one as the Saudis beating the Argentina team at the World Cup 2020 games yesterday and even the Saudis were like we may never our team may not win from here on out but it will never ever you know um it doesn't matter because that went against the top playing team i think they said there were 43 layers above saudi argentina was like i don't know if layers isn't the right word but i read something about like they were like they were just a shoe in to win and they didn't in saudi arabia of all countries who was way way at the bottom i think they had like i don't just ridiculous they had like an eight point seven percent chance of winning against Argentina or something ridiculous like that and here's the deal this is one of the things that I did like about living in Saudi for sure is like they could call like a day off for its people when when King Abdullah came back from being sick back in 2010 I believe um he'd been gone for a con- uh, from the country for a while and King Abdullah came back from being gone for such a while that he called it his return for that when he came back they called it an, like a day off for the whole country i was like yeah i can get behind that and so now because saudi had that big upset win against the argentina team um the king called decreed basically called decreed, decreed it a holiday for the shock of a win that they did so everybody can have wednesday off and rest so they won on tuesday basically and they had wednesday off to to celebrate and to rest uh, from from the, the game. I don't know if it happened at night, but it was a huge win. So I I, I went on his Snapchat and congratulated all my former students and, and the people I worked with and the, the Saudis that I know out there, friends and stuff. A big congratulations to their team having such a big victorious win. And yeah, it's cool. It would have been so cool to, to be there and celebrate with them, but uh, we shall see how the rest of the World Cup goes. And as far as the treatment on human rights and the treatment of their workers, I hope and pray that it gets better. And I hope and pray that if Saudi does win the bid for the 2030 World Cup, um, that they will start treating their employees, their their, their their people better, the workers better. They come in to, to build that country and make it stronger and better that they're bringing in people that they give better treatment to, that they'll learn from how Qatar has did their their workers that they'll learn and do better that was my hope and prayer uh for that because i I do love saudi and i did kind of like learn to love it and its people um doesn't mean i always care about their government but i care about the people and you know we have to remember that the government isn't the people and the people isn't its government just like in america we our government has done some crazy crazy stuff 
and may always have some things that we're not proud of, but yet it doesn't define who we are as American people. So much love to my Saudis who are listening right now. But at any rate, that's uh, that's all I've got for you guys. I'm tired and I'm going to let it let it end here. Sorry, I was a little bit... I'd like to say I was over all over the map, but I really wasn't all over the map. Uh, just a little bit over the map. All, all over the map. <laughs> See, I'm so tired, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I did want to end on this. Um, I didn't think I was going to do this, but I told you that the Colorado Springs mass shooting at that club hit home because I'd been there with a friend and that friend and I have not spoke in almost two years. We stopped speaking in 20, January of 2021. So short of two years since we stopped speaking. I'm still not sure why we stopped speaking uh, or why she walked away from our friendship. It hurt me, but I didn't have time to really be hurt because I had to go through chemotherapy in 20, January of 2021. Um, at any rate, I really thought maybe she'd call me or contact me in all of this time, but she never did. And she was my friend for almost 30 years. But at the end of the day, it hit home and I messaged her and I said, is that the club that we went to? I hope you're okay. And she texted me back and then she eventually called me and we talked for over an hour. And I don't know what's going to happen now, but then I'm, it's about forgiveness. And I forgave her way back when. And I always knew that I would be open to talking to her if she ever wanted to communicate again. And although I felt like I shouldn't have been the one that made the call, I'm glad I did or made the text. I'm glad I did. I love her. I'll always love her. And I'll always want the best for her, even if we don't ever talk again after we did yesterday. That's all that matters is forgiveness and love. And so, yeah, have forgiveness and love in your heart and happy Thanksgiving. Bye for now. This has been Talk Time with Hope.